Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and you come to me for hard facts. The world keeps turning, and you're trying to keep up. The fight against coronavirus has the option. But there's so much noise drowning out the news. Talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases. They're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayode. No, Kayode, I will, I will let you talk. Kayode. Kayode, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kayode. That's why more and more Legoshans are tuning in. Half a million Legoshans. 720,000. 970,000. Over 1 million Legoshans. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. You know, Sandra, I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. Hello Lagos, good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, Bola Tinubu has eight more days to submit his ministerial nominees. It's been 52 days since he was sworn in on May 29th. He has 60 days to submit his um, list to the Senate according to the Constitution. I'll remind you once again that months before Bola Tinubu was sworn in, Dela Leke said that uh, uh, a month maximum is enough for any serious government to form its cabinet and put a structure of government in place after the swearing-in. He's one of Tinubu's advisors. Any serious government. It's now been one month and 21 days. Eight days to go. 52 days gone. In 1999, he took President Obasanjo five days to nominate his ministers. We had the list by June 4th. That's our second hard fact of the day. In 2003, he took President Obasanjo 25 days to nominate his ministers. We had the list by June 4th. That's our third hard fact of the day. In 2011... It took President Jonathan 30 days to nominate his ministers. We had the list by June 28th. That's our fourth hard fact of the day. Now, I've got uh, a, a fifth hard fact for you. Discos want to increase tariffs. And NERC is asking for your opinion. You have until Thursday, that's tomorrow, the 20th of July, to let them know whether you think they should give approval for discos to increase your electricity bill. NERC is holding a public hearing on tariffs. If you want your voice to be heard, send an email to tariff at nerc.gov.ng. Tariff is spelled T-A-R-I-F-F at N-E-R-C dot G-O-V dot N-G. Tariff at NERC dot gov dot ng email them before tomorrow tomorrow is the 20th of july and share your opinion do you think that the regulatory commission should give approval to your disco to increase your electricity bill one million Legotians cannot be wrong thanks for tuning into today's show i've got a great show for you um starting with the big three 
Let's talk about fuel prices going up again. Then let's talk about going back. Tinubu going back on his 8,000 naira per month plan for poor households. And then let's talk about Emefiele's lawyers accusing the SSS of contempt and the agency's shocking reply to that. On the glass ceiling today, we'll talk about what to expect when you're expecting. Our doctor will be answering all pregnancy-related questions on today's show. On Balogu and Broad, let's talk about the challenges of collecting VAT in the informal sector. I'll have a tax expert on the show with me. Uh, expect news, business and sports at the top of the hour every hour. After the news at 6, we'll bring you our uh, export uh, segment with Stambik IBTC. And then from 6.45, it will be time for the step down. Lagos, I'm Sandra S. And you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's bring you the big three. This is the big three. The big three. On Hard Facts. On 99.3 Nigeria Info. is petrol selling for in your area people in Kano tell me it's selling for as much as 700 naira a liter should the administration have consulted nigerians before suggesting conditional cash transfers is the sss handling emefiele's detention and charges properly those are your big three, Lagos. Let's talk. Filling stations across the country are raising petrol prices. That's our first story. The NMPC seems to have gotten the ball rolling um, yesterday. They came under fire for raising their own pump price. Uh, we heard from NMPC boss Melikiari about why they adjusted their own pump price. We also heard from uh, Farouk Ahmed. Farouk Ahmed is the CEO of NMDP. PRA. They are the regulator in the downstream sector. Both men spoke to the press and here is what they both had to say. I don't have the details at this moment. You know, we have marketing wing of our company. So they are just prices depending on the market realities. And, and this is really what is happening. This is the meaning of getting sure, making sure that the market regulates itself so that you know, prices will go up and sometimes they will come down also. And this is really what we are seeing. In, re- in reality, this is how the market, the market works. Uh, Talking about market forces, yeah. demand and supply, does it mean we don't have enough supply for this? No, there is no supply issue completely. Uh, it is not a supply. When you go to the market, you buy the product, you come to the market and sell it at its ongoing, uh, its prevailing market price. Nothing to do with supply. We don't have supply issues. There are a robust supply. We have over 32 days of uh, supply in the in country. That's not a problem. What assurances are you giving to Nigerians who are in the middle of this? Uh, what, what do you mean? What assurances are you giving to Nigerians you know, in addressing the situation as it starts? Yes, uh, what I know is that uh, the market forces will regulate the market. Prices will go down sometimes, sometimes it will go up, but there will be stability of supply. And I'm also assuring Nigerians that uh, this is the best way to go forward so that we can adjust prices when uh, market goes. I don't have the details this moment, but I know that our marketing wing acts just like every other uh, company in, the, in this business. I know that a number of companies have imported petroleum products to the PMS. Uh, so many of them are online. I'm sure my colleague uh, will, will confirm this. So. Market prices have started to play. People have started having confidence 
in the market and the uh, private sector people are now importing product, but there's no way they can recover their costs if they cannot take market reflective costs. All right, the GMB just made mention that the market forces are in play. What does this mean for an average Well, uh, as a regulator, you know, I told you uh, back in May that we are not going to be setting price. The market will determine itself. And as you saw back in early June, when, uh, when prices came out, it was based on the cost of importation plus other logistics of distribution and, of course, the profit margin by the importer. This market is uh, deregulated. It's open to all participants. As I mentioned also yesterday uh, when I was in Lagos, we had over 56, or we have a 56 marketing companies that applied for and obtained licenses to import. Out of those, 10 of them have indicated to supply within the third quarter, which is July, August, September. And out of those, already we received some cargoes from uh, some of these marketers Prudent Energy, uh, AYM Shafa, and uh, Emadev. Emadev cargo is arriving tomorrow. So this is like just an encouragement to see that the market is liberated and everyone is free to import so long you are working within the framework, especially in terms of quality. But the pricing, as a regulator, we are not going to put a cap on the price because we are not part of those importing. We are not a marketing company, we are just a regulator. So when you see market forces are working, basically what it is is that you buy, you can see the price of crude going up. A couple of weeks, a week or so ago, the price of crude was hovering around $70 per barrel. Now it's hovering about $80 per barrel. So of course, the crude price also drives the product price. You know, because uh, 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 the importers are importing, they are basing it on the cost of importation plus the freight, plus other cost elements in terms of local distribution. So in that sound bite, they talked about market forces. So the price of crude oil, Farouk Ahmed, um, who is uh, the CEO of the downstream regulator. You heard Farouk Ahmed say that um, uh, crude oil has gone up from mid-70s to 80s in dollar terms. And since refiners need to buy crude oil to produce petrol, cost prices have gone up. So their selling price will go up as well. Uh, importers now buy, their, uh, buy that petrol abroad and they have to ship it into Nigeria. That's why we hear things like landing cost. That landing cost is basically how much it costs to buy petrol from the refiner and ship it to Nigeria. Then after it gets to the port, the distributors need to move it to various depots. So there's a transportation cost as well. Usually that one is affected by the price of diesel. And of course at each stage, each person is adding their own profit into the price because last, last, that business, them they do. Now, a lot of Nigerians are asking, okay, well, why is NNPC the one announcing a change in pump price? But um, you just heard uh, from NNPC and Ipman, NNPC did not set the new pump price. They are just the market leader. Right now, NNPC is still the majority importer of petrol. So most marketers ultimately get their fuel from NNPC. So once NNPC raises its price, it affects those marketers as well. So they need to raise their prices as well. But beyond all of that, NNPC also has filling stations. And so once the other marketers see their competitor, uh, their competitor is raising prices, they can either join and raise their own price or they can keep their price lower and they can compete on price. People will go and buy from them instead of going and buy from, from NMPC or anybody else who's selling um, too high. 
so far it seems like all the filling stations are not choosing competition it seems like all of them oh nmpc don't raise oh yeah let's all follow and raise now i said nmpc is the majority importer but nmpc is not the sole importer because you heard from farouk ahmed uh, of the nm uh, dpra and he said that more importers have gotten licenses they have started bringing product in small small um so maybe we're going to get better prices since we're going to have competition all the way up the value chain but we're gonna see uh but that's this is essentially an explanation of what's going on right now um with um the price of fuel how much do you buy your own fuel for and what do you think about this new increase Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero one four six five seven one nine zero zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero one four six five seven one nine zero. We've got WhatsApp as well. WhatsApp is oh eight oh nine five nine seven five eight oh five. How much is petrol selling for in your area? Ninety nine point three. Hello. How are you? What's your name, sir? My name is... Sorry about that. Give us a call back if you can. 99.3, hello. 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 Thanks for calling. What's your name? Yeah, I'm Nicholas. Nicholas, welcome. Yeah, I just bought today at uh, Conway for 570, uh, rather. Oh, fantastic. Conway, where? Conway, that's uh, the one at Chisco. Conway at Chisco. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic. All right. Thank you very much for calling to share with us. 570, he says. Right? He said 570 or 560. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. How are you, sir? I'm fine, are you? I'm very well. What's your name, sir? Austin from Lake. Austin, talk to me. Uh, Sandra, I don't read you. <laughs> Sandra. Mm-hmm. Nobody saying, yeah, you back in, I don't read you. <laughs> from... Uh, 500 to 617. How do we survive this, Sandra? It's a good question. How do the family of uh, five and six survive this? And the federal government, they are playing uh, with, uh, with, on, on our intelligence, telling us that they're going to share 8,000 naira to, to, uh, to 12 uh, uh, million Nigerian uh, families. Where will 8,000 naira take a family of five, even three, even a family of one? Sandra, my darling sister, <laughs> just take a public transport from your from uh, from maybe from a uh, to Semes or Semes to Oshodi, then come back again and and uh, calculate the, the, the total effect. Tell you me, how that, much is it now? Tell me. From what, from from Adesanya to Oshodi so is one thousand five hundred naira, no deduction. My God. Uh, uh, the person has not gotten to his destination though. Oh. You have not eaten. Oh. You have not sent money to your people in the village. Oh. You have not even paid for your house rent, not to talk of water and electricity bills. Oh. What is really wrong with African leaders, especially Nigerian leaders? Is it the, the, the change APC? Is it the, 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 the new hope uh, 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 present Bola uh, Mohammed Tinubu promise us? Why can't he sit down and harness? How it will be better for you and I? No, they are budgeting seventy billion naira for the for the uh, national assembly, thirty-five billion naira for the for the judiciary. We know where 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 he's heading to, and I pray that the the, the, the judiciary should sit up and they do the needful. All right, thank you for calling, Austin. Malik is here. Hi, Malik. 
Sandra, mm. if I tell you don't read, you argue with me. You never read. You don't read. Maliko, Sandra, um, yeah. you know one thing? I will not blame the government, though. We are getting what we deserve and we are not complaining. If you want to complain, we go small from high school. It's like they will not get sense. Okay. Sandra, NNPC say, na market for the damn price. Yes. Who get the crude? Maybe we get the crude. Eh, but no, we will refine them now. Wait now. If NMPC negotiate with people, say, okay, this crude, don't go buy international price. Buy up with Naira, maybe with dollar. The price never will drop. They no fit in, insist on that. They, they gas sell them with dollar. No be so if they do. Eh. eh you, you, Sandra. You must buy with dollar. Sandra, eh. I see the family say, four boys go hand over, refinery go to work. They say, Potaka refinery go to produce, and Katina refinery go to produce. Mm. That money they put inside, where the money go? It disappears. If the government itself, no one hold themselves accountable for anything. This way, I bet to Sandra before December, I go enter 1,000. But maybe I remember I say, a guy go push go to reach war. He go talk to dog. He go bite you. He don't let do. Malik, thanks for calling. Olori is here. Olori is in a jar. Welcome, Olori. Hello, Olori. Hi. Hi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Welcome. Talk to me. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people might not like my comments, but um, what I'm, when we want to work on our mental health, let's not take everything to the extreme. Mm. Yes, they increase the price. I don't think in their lifestyle. I, for, for example, usually I run my gen all through the night because of no, you know, constant power supply. But since the price increase in the pump here, you know, in, in, in selling fuel, what did I do? Instead of running my gen for 12 to 14 hours, I cut down the, the number of hours I run my gen, thereby reducing the amount I spend. And then if I have to go out somewhere, I calculate, is it really very important? Can a phone call do what I'm going to do physically? If it can, then I stay back, save some cost on that. If everybody can have that mindset, I, I'm sure that we will reduce the complaints and instead look for ways that we can, you know, better ourselves and our lives. That's just my contribution. All right, Olori, thank you very much for calling. We've got Maxwell here. Hi, Maxwell. Hello, Maxwell. Yeah, uh, Sandra, good afternoon. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine today. Uh, 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 please, let me tell you something. These people are playing on our intelligence. And MPC, what happened to the joint venture agreement they have with refineries abroad? What happened to that agreement? Have they discarded that agreement? Let us let us know. Ask this question. That joint venture agreement has been there with refineries overseas, when Nigeria uh, and NPC will send crude oil to them, they refine, and then, you know, they pay them some uh, a small amount of money, and they bring, what do they bring back to Nigeria? Uh, PMS, kerosene, and AGO, which is diesel. What of other byproducts? What happened to those ones? Nigerians don't know. They do all kinds of stuff because nobody is asking questions. And they fail to understand that there are some other people who know exactly what transpired over that place. Other byproducts from crude oil, what happened to them? Ask that question. Sandra, you are asking you are owing me one answer. <laughs> what I asked you, yeah, I asked you some time ago. They find out from uh, this man who was in charge of mines and power. 
who threw into a well because they were abusing him. Mm. I asked him to find out whether during the Jonathan's time, the 600 billion naira was given to them as a buffer to those who were coming into the uh, uh, what you call electricity, uh, what do you call it, privatization at that time. Up to this moment, you have not given me that answer. He promised me we are going to find out from the man or call him to come and you know, talk to Nigeria then. Mm. It's almost two years now. Ah. I'm just reminded. Right. reminding you. Thank you, Maxwell, for reminding me. I appreciate it. I've got Ben in Iba on the line. Ben, welcome. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Talk to me. All right, Sandra. I'm suspecting NNPC. Uh, of... the, the corruption there is too much. Okay. There is truth they are not telling us about NNPC. Okay. You see the type of corruption that is there, and Mr. President come and is playing along with them. That is what surprises me. Look at it, the last two, two and a half years ago. They gave them 1,005, $1.5 billion to, to, to repair the, four, uh, the three refineries. So they say it will start work up to now. I have not started anything. And then this is taking about 400 and something thousand barrels of crude oil outside this country. To go and they, they say they are doing swabbing. We don't see anything. And look at now, all these marketers now, this is just carrying them along, playing the same game. They have been playing. The marketers are just doesn't have been dependent. Because it's not what you explain now. NFC is still important. They are still the major important. Then how can we throw them? And this NFC have been in or spending trillions of naira, spending trillions of dollars on them, and we don't have any result. And this government, instead of them to approve them, Oscar and NPC, let us know what what is the landing cost. All right, thank you very much for calling, Ben. We'll take a break. When we come back from this break, let me talk to you about uh, President Tinubu's administration recanting. Well, not recanting now, just walking back its conditional cash transfer program. That uh, conversation will happen after this break. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. This is The Big Three. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Your number one station for talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. The Tinubu administration is walking back its conditional cash transfer program. That's our second story. Since last week, we've all been talking about this plan. It was meant to be part of the mitigants to cushion the removal of fuel subsidy. The president wanted to use an $800 million World Bank loan to make cash payments to 12 million poor households, 8,000 naira a month. Uh, to 12 million households for six months. And there was plenty pushback. Plenty. Nigerians uh, on air, on Nigeria Info, on social media, plenty Nigerians pushed back on this plan. And they were pushing back for different reasons. Some faulted the impact that such a scheme would have or the lack of impact thereof because 8,000 naira per month, that's like 2,000 naira or less per person in a household. This is not going to cover transportation costs. It's not going to cover the rise in food prices that, by the way, FCCBC is probing. We'll talk about that next week. Then there was also pushback about methodology. 
right? Many Nigerians don't trust the current National Social Register. They feel that there hasn't been enough transparency about how those households were selected, about whether or not they actually receive what they're supposed to receive. Antinobu is now taking a step back from his plan. His team says that they're taking the step back because of the pushback. Dela Alake said that the move was in deference to the views expressed by Nigerians against it, end quote. So I have some questions for you, Lagos. One, do you approve of Tinubu's responsiveness to the pushback from Nigerians? Pushback is essentially, we no go agree, we no go agree. What kind of thing is this? Criticism, 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 right? Do you approve of Tinubu's responsiveness to the pushback from Nigerians. That's number one. Number two, should Tinubu have anticipated the pushback? I'm asking this, Lagos, because during the Buhari administration, Nigerians had these same problems with conditional cash transfers. So shouldn't the new administration have been able to predict that people will not like this idea? So that's the second question. Number three, now that the cash transfers are off the table for now, what do you think the administration should do instead? Because the, the Tinubu administration has proven what I say to you all the time, right? All these people will call me, Sandra, all this talk we're talking, are they listening? Are they hearing us? Now you've seen that they are. So now that you know that they are, now that they've said, okay, Oh, yeah, yeah, this uh, cash transfer will not do it for now. What do you think this administration should do instead of 8,000 naira per month for 12 million poor households? What should they do instead? What would work for you? My guy Austin says they're paying 1.5 now from point A to point B, and that's not the, 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 the last money you pay while transporting yourself uh, to work. What would a palliative look like for my gentleman friend Austin? What would a palliative look like for you? What do you think a good alternative could be? What do you think the administration should do instead? Instead of 8,000 naira per month to 12 million households for six months, what should they do with that $800 million that the World Bank is giving us as a loan? That you are going to have to pay back, oh, by the way, your taxes will have to pay back that money. Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero one four six five seven one nine zero zero one four six five seven one nine zero. We've got WhatsApp. WhatsApp is oh eight oh nine five nine seven five eight oh five ninety nine point three. Hello. Hello. Thanks good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, ma'am? Uh-huh. Let them use that money mm. and put inside refinery for us. Okay. So we will stop importing our fare. But given that we've been putting money year after year inside refinery and refinery has still not worked. No, let them build new one. New one. Ah. Yes. Okay. But building new one will take time, which means you're going to keep paying expensively for fuel. Oh, okay. Uh, we seem to have lost connection uh, with that caller. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. Thanks for calling, sir. 
Good afternoon. My name is Tom. Hi, Tom. Welcome. Talk to me. Yeah, um, I think uh, Tulumbu didn't expect the pushback. Hmm. But Nigerians uh, came out in full force and see it as something that is uh, very, very needful. And uh, there's something you are missing in your lineup there, what you ask, okay. you know? Hmm. Who were those Nigerians that supported this plan before the pushback? We had a good number of Nigerians that said that this very 8,000 naira given to Nigerians, the 12,000 Nigerians, mm-hmm. it was a very good plan. Who were those Nigerians now? Please, can they raise up their hands? <laughs> you understand? Because now they are very silent now. They are very keeping quiet now. They are very, very quiet. You understand? Okay. But we know some of them. Some of them around me, they, they have nothing to say now again. Because we knew from the onset that this 8,000 naira stuff mm. was, uh, what do I say it? It's a, a, a plan that can never go anywhere. It can never work. Right. You understand? Right. So now the solution, the solution, a quick solution is to channel that money to transportation for goodness sake. Oh. That is just what Nigerians need. Let the transportation be reduced. Provide means of transportation to Nigerians hmm. and let the, uh, the transportation be reduced when people can be able to move their goods, move from one place to another easily. Mm. It will go a long way. Okay. You get it. Okay. That is it. Thank you. Thank you very much for calling. Chinaye is in Surulere. Chinaye is not on the phone anymore. 99.3, hello. Hello. Thanks for calling. Chinaye, welcome. All right, welcome. Uh, thank you, Sandra. Good mm-hmm. afternoon. Good afternoon. So I think this last caller has already said said what is in my mind. Okay. If they can be able to, but for, to start with, I thank uh, Nigerians for crying out uh, for crying out loud. If the, if we use one mind and one voice to cry, I don't think that this uh, administration or this government will be doing what they are doing. I thank God that all of us use one voice and shout, and they already hear it, and they want to rethink. Now the solution is that if they can be able to. Put this money in transportation. At least free bus. Let's say free bus from uh, uh, some local government or from some constituency. It will cushion some effect. It will cushion the effect of this um, subsidy. So people will enter the private um, the free buses. It will help. It will go a long way. That's my contribution. All right. Thank you very much for calling and contributing. We've got Azu Frank who has joined us from Indonesia. Azu Frank, talk to us. Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. Everybody calls to complain about you know, their ordeal and, you know, lament and rant on how they are going through tough times. How are you going? How are you feeling? Who will they cry to? <laughs> my I therapist. Like I, now. I get therapies. They okay. cry to my therapist. Okay, I bet you, you need to see them more because if they get double dose of wahala, if they go through your own wahala, they see a lament on top of your head. And who Sandra will cry to me, then calm down. I get therapies. Sandra, I want to speak on the second topic. Yes, please. So the Mr. President is recounting on his first major policy as a president. This is the first move he made, the first thing he did as a president. He's recounting on it. Sandra, look, let's stop glamorizing it with nice words. What do I see here? Inconsistency. I see a man that was not prepared for the job. I see incompetence. Is it a man that was not prepared for the job or a man that listens to the people? No, on your first day at work, your first day in office, you mess up. You're not prepared now. You don't know what is there. Yes, nobody is fully prepared for that job. But mm. you are not totally, you are totally unprepared. Inconsistency. Look, this is not time for campaign. This is not time. Look, now all of us face him. And now he's pushing back and he's saying, oh, like you just said now, listening to the people. What is supposed, is it the dog that wags the tail or the tail wags the dog? You are supposed to be a leader. It's not like you would push back. 
look, you asked me, you asked the audience um, what is what we should do. Mm -hmm. He has the informations, the best of informations at his disposal. He can look into it. Why are we having these issues, Sandra? The, what I see here is someone that is not in touch with the people. If you're in touch with the people, you will know what they need. They will not be pushing back. That's just what's happening here. Get in touch with the people. You will know what they actually need. And stop asking us. That is your, you said, you said you did not beg, you begged for the job, Abby. Get know how we feel, then do exactly. I cannot come and say, oh, just refinery, do something. No, 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 no. But, we'll lead, but, but, leadership, but, but leadership and governance is a two way street, right? So you do something you okay. think it's going to be the best for the people. The people say, ah, you don't match me. What's in be this? You're crazy. What's in they worry you? You say, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm not going to do them again. Isn't that the kind of leadership that we want as a people? The world we do, he asks us before he match us. Okay. He asked us how far before he matches us. That's what we're saying. Hmm. Get, these guys are not in touch with reality of how the people are. Sandra, when I heard 8,000 naira, I said, what's it be this one now? In fact, for a whole, a whole week, I don't listen to radio again. Ah. 8,000 naira. <laughs> Sandra, I'm not, don't another person calling. All right. Thank you very much, Frank, for calling. We've got TA here. TA, unmute yourself. Let's hear what you think. Hello, TA. Hello, Sandra. Yes, talk How to me. Mm -hmm, I'm very well. Yeah, I've been listening to Nigerians uh, talking. and But if we take a look at it, actually, I think Nigerians were not really prepared for this price deregulation. And uh, I partially blame the government for that. Because where where we are here, our own fuel cost is uh, 1500 and something mm. per liter, mm. you know. And uh, so, really, the price is not that much. It's just that because Nigeria is a poor country, that's why it's like that, okay? Mm. But again, the government has itself to blame because you don't just make a policy or uh, talk, make news without allowing the people to be prepared for what is to come, mm. all right? Mm. And that's what Frank was talking about, the mistake he made, mm. uh, just saying that subsidy is gone and then later recanting what you what you what you said you know so i think that um, they should do better in, in in trying to prepare the country for what is to come and then secondly i think nnpc is coming nigeria nnpc they are scamming nigerians hmm. uh, I'll, I'll take an example from here in this place every day the price of petrol changes every day not just in time, and then you wait for another one month. Mm -hmm. It changes every day. Mm -hmm. For example, I can buy um, um, PMS here, uh, one euro today. Tomorrow, it might be 1.5 euros. The next day, it may be 0 0.9. That is real deregulation. That's right. Not the one that they will just set a price today, and then they will wait for another month, and then set the price. It's not done that way. If you want to really deregulate the oil price, even in the forex market, mm -hmm. if you are into forex, in the forex market, you see that oil prices are changing every day. And it is supposed to be reflecting as it is changing every day, that's not right. just one month or not just a period. That's so right. that's why I say NMPCL is scamming Nigerians. They are really scamming Nigerians and they need to check and look into that organization to, to see what they are really doing there. And otherwise, Nigerians are in for a, a big, big, big mess. And I want to advise all the Yoruba Ronu people, they should go, they, thank God they have Yoruba Ronu card. 
and um, anything. So they should just prepare. Like we said, Tinubu's government will favor me and my family. <laughs> Thank you very much for calling. Uh, TA from, from Finland. Lagos, let me bring you our final story. Then we can talk about all three stories, right? Human rights lawyers are suing the SSS for contempt of court over the detention of Godwin Emefiele. The suspended CBN governor has been behind bars for more than a month. According to the lawsuit, there have been multiple court orders demanding his release from SSS custody, but the SSS has allegedly refused to obey them. That's why these lawyers are calling for the arrest of the SSS DG. The lead lawyers are Maxwell Okpara and Abdulaziz Tijani. Okpara spoke to the press. He said, quote, Is it not clear enough to Nigerians that the SSS is persecuting Emefiele if after holding him for five weeks, they can only file a ridiculous charge of possessing a pump-action gun? If possessing a validly registered pump-action gun is a crime worthy of being held in perpetuity, what has the SSS done to the person threatening Nigerians from a particular section of the country with an assault rifle? This clearly shows that the travails of Emefiele are, are more for political reasons than for any other. Assuming there was no valid court order, since the, the, the SSS has been unable to find any evidence against Emefiele, he was entitled to his release. And how much more now that there are three different court orders and they've ordered his release, the SSS is still holding him in unlawful detention and violating all his rights. Hence the reason why we will ensure Yusuf Ma Gajibichi ends up being committed to prison, end quote. So that's what uh, MFLA's lawyers had to say. Now, the SSS has responded. They responded through Twitter. The agency tweeted, quote, charge and bail over zealous, uninformed IPOB ESN lawyer Maxwell Okpara mobilizes other like-minded lawyers against DGSS. Futile efforts. Well, Nigerians, beware. This is in bad faith, transferred aggression, a Biafran Republic agitator, an outlawed IPOB council defending the suspended CBN governor. Is IPOB defending one of theirs? What a contradiction. Hmm. What's the connection? Is someone telling us something? May Maxwell be properly educated on points of law, please. End quote. I just read verbatim what the Department of State Security tweeted on their Twitter. That's their response on the record from the nation from the nation's internal intelligence agency. What do you think about that? What do you think about the assertion from the lawyers that the SSS should have had more um, substantial charges against the Mefiele for all the time that they've kept him behind bars? Five weeks. Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero one four six five seven one nine zero. WhatsApp is oh eight oh nine five nine seven five eight oh five. 99.3, hello. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome, Ikechiku. Ikechuku, your connection is not very clear. You're going to have to give us a call back, okay? 99.3? Good afternoon, Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? My name is Prince Wyatt, calling you from Amuwa Dolphin. Welcome, Prince Wyatt. Talk to me. Thank you, my dear. You see, 
me feel it. The man go to court. You have every right to go to court. But for me, I know pity me feel you. I know pity me. Johnny of Nigeria not pity that man. He's president of Nigeria. He is staff with us of Nigeria. Some people die because of that uh, uh, policy that he introduced with Ibuari. So for me, let the 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 this is, I just time into court now. Let him go and secure B. But how many? How many? But that's folks? the thing. A court has has ordered for his release multiple times, and SSS has refused to release one, him. One court, see, three, releasing, three courts, court. three courts have the said order, release him. How many courts now? Three courts. I know three. Three. Mm. The, the, the three of them speak to one for They should not be without stepping to court. Three, three, three of them have ordered for him to be released. SSS has yeah, they, not released they him. They him out to the court. Let the court that they charged him to, let him bail him. That's, that's what I'm telling you, Prince. Why else? The court that they charged him to said, oh yeah, uh, release him. And they've refused. Without any without condition? They've released him, oh. And the SSS has said, no, we're not releasing him. Um, they will release her. They will release her. Mm-hmm. But you must pray the court to never say this and go back to more. He has fulfilled a lot of Nigeria. They can't just, yeah, we can't let him go. If they release him, everything can charge him to court. Okay. Uh, that's it. That one. Now, finally, uh. for the subsidy, this thing. I, I tell Mr. Brown for change his mind. We don't want that 8,000 naira. We don't want. Channel this much to transportation. Buy a lot of buses. Right, right on it. Palliative. But and let people enter, not free, not free. It can be subsidized. If the public is charging 500 naira, it can be charging 200 naira. Every day can hurry. We in Nigeria, we enter that buses. And, it can, and it finally, why can't they allow our food to come in for just six months? Because you give us palliative six months. Give Nigeria six months to bring foreign food. That's to Nigeria. All right, thanks for calling. Nello is here. Hi, Nello. Hello, Sandra. How are you doing? I'm okay. Welcome. Okay. For me, um, MFLA is not my problem, really. Because for me, the decisions he made when he was in position, it really affected me personally. Mm. If the court rules that they should release him, fine. If the DSS says, though, that's their problem. They've had the best of life, these people Mm. in Nigeria, honestly. Mm. They don't care about us who are the regular everyday people honestly i don't care about them either <laughs> for me the most important part is mm. that subsidy okay they should not use that money and pay people eight thousand naira. it doesn't relieve poverty for people as far as i'm concerned nigeria is an import dependent economy things like when i'm i'm talking now i'm talking from where we can start from to reduce the inflation in the environment like reducing the um, forex rates in which they used to charge for importation for duty because it's not a factor that we must use the present uh, um, forex exchange rates to to charge the duty rates if you come to the ports right now you mm. see so many abandoned cargoes those who are able to even take out theirs because it's so expensive people can't afford to buy them mm. they should put in that money just like the other caller said into transportation, mm. whereby it should be subsidized. Not just transportation for movement of human beings, but also for goods and services, mm. for things like food from the farms to the marketplaces. Ensure that all these uh, um, um, uniform people are not on the road extorting people even further. Mm. And make sure that those trucks 
that are moving food maybe from Edo, from uh, Mbenue, from the north and different places, that those food come in subsidized. Because what do everyday people need? What they need is food, clothing and shelter. And I stand to be corrected when people say that Nigeria is a poor country. Nigeria is not a poor country because the reflection of our leaders don't show poverty. If you meet a family that is poor, you would see it from their outlook, where they live, the kind of cars, they, if, if at all they have cars. But our leaders, they live the best of lives. And they don't care about the rest of us who are, are, are the citizens here. It, so it, it, just means, really it, it just means that the leaders are wasteful. It doesn't mean that we have money. Because if you think of other African countries that are poor, their leaders are also living very lavishly. And so citizens are often complaining, how are the rest of us suffering and you guys are living lavishly? So yes, uh, I, 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 so I totally understand you. Yeah. But the truth about it, I'm not looking at others. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at, at myself. Specifically. If somebody is saying that I am poor, then I must be a reflection of poverty. Mm-hmm. These people have monies, whether it's borrowed monies, whether it's monies from, made from the environment. Mm-hmm. But this money should be put into judicial use. They should consider everyday Nigerians. They okay. should consider the rest of us who are in this country. They cannot be releasing uh, um, different uh, um, things to us, like a Pandora box, releasing it. You remove false subsidies, bam. Next minute, you, you uh, float the currency, bam. You do this all in the, at the same time, and then people cannot even plan. People can't make plans of what business they are supposed to do. So many businesses are closing down. They should listen and try to find ways, very meaningful ways of solving this problem, like how they said, transportation of goods and services and human beings from one point to another is what will drive all right, Nilo, thanks for calling. We bring it all on the table. As plain as it can be. For conversations you want to get involved with. And the ones you shouldn't. No hold for. Only on your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. Sorry about that uh, interruption there. We've got messages on Facebook. Igoni Philip says, people are advising our leaders in every sector of the economy. Don't uh, People who are advising our leaders in every sector of the economy don't tell the truth. And our leaders are very far from the people and reality. Are they far from the people because they just walked back this 8,000 naira per month policy? Idris Alade says, Sandra, let the government use the money to buy buses and distribute it nationwide. Let it be free for all school students and the elderly. Ebi Ambos says, the last time ABC gave money to poor Nigerians, Nigeria became the poverty capital of the world a few months after. And over 130 million Nigerians became listed as multidimensionally impoverished. Talking about lessons not learned if APC continues with this folly. All right. Thank you very much for your message, Mr. Ambo. Mr. Ambo has a few other messages that he sent as well. So let me take that. Um, he says, we eat um, we eat all we have today and pray we don't die tomorrow. Those of us who are not of that mindset strongly believed in a man that advocated a paradigm shift from consumption to production. But what do we have today? Yeah, give economically disadvantaged Nigerian households 8,000 naira a month for six months and abandon them afterwards. I don't know what the presidential review will be like. What I know is this. Anything that is not empowering, anything that is not sustainable is a waste of time. And to be honest, an insult. Ebiambo, thanks for your message. Um... 
on WhatsApp. This one is from Baba in Abuja. No, actually, Baba Abuja from Lekki. Baba Abuja says, please, um, can't we fix our own refinery? M- must we take our crude abroad before it can be refined? Now, wow. Well, we can fix our own refineries. We just haven't. Year after year after year, we've spent trillions on the refineries and they just won't work. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Between four and five, what should you expect when you're expecting? Pregnancy is often treated like this very mysterious, very uh, cult-like event that happens. You know, women don't talk about it. These days, more and more women are talking about it. Uh, More and more women are talking about it these days. Um, But uh, it's not something that was quite common when we were um, growing up. You know, women were just pregnant one minute and then the next they've given birth and they say, oh, he was nice. It was peaceful. I loved it. I enjoyed it. But is that the truth? I have a doctor who will answer all the questions that you have as honestly as possible on the show today from 4 to 5. But for now, let me take your messages off of WhatsApp. We've got uh, Fadak Boye on WhatsApp who says, Sandra, we've been scammed again, just as usual. Hope renewed is a hopeless hope. Uh, Pressure Tiwa. That's uh, Boyega from Ikorodu with that message there. Okay. Me in Lake God says, I've long concluded that the rulers of Nigeria know what to do to make Nigeria great, but they're just not interested for obvious, selfish and parochial reasons. Over 60 years, we cannot refine what we have. We prefer to import. No, but did you be this? Nigeria, probably the only OPEC member uh, country importing refined fuel products like this for decades. Ni, uh, thanks for your message. We've got this one here from Ifangi. Ifangi says... Let that money be channeled for storage and transport for agriculture, power and to pay up teachers and doctors and for affordable housing. $800 million, while it's a lot of money, is not that much. <laughs> so all these things people are listening. Eh? Hmm. Uh, we've got this one here from Tony Tonero. Tony says, uh, the government should channel that money to mechanized farming, also fix our refineries, or better still, build new ones. Again, Lagos, we've been trying trying to fix the refineries for as long as I've been alive. We've got uh, Bassi who says, uh, DSS don't release former CBN for eight years. He should be in prison the same way so many Nigerians uh, lost their ability to do anything because of his evil Naira policy. Bassi, thanks for your message. We've got Ben who says, let's not rejoice that this government is responsive with listening ears. The government is playing on the intelligence of Nigerians, pretending to be listening. He's just doing everything to appear responsive while the court case lingers. He wants to be accepted by the people irrespective of how he was declared winner. You will know how responsive or listening the president is after the court cases. All right, Ben from Yaba, thanks for your message. Sir Ken says they should use that money to buy moi moi and share to all. Sharing 8,000 Naira palliative is what you get from people who share money during elections. They lack strategic thinking. Dio in Canada says... We stop importing nonsense from everywhere. The benefits of subsidy removal will not be felt as our balance of trade is very poor, thus affecting our exchange rates. We have ships bringing containers to Nigeria and going back empty. For every container that comes to Canada, about four go back in the opposite direction. Who are the importers? We, the people. Dyer from Canada, thank you for your message. That's all the time that we have on this conversation. But trust me, Lagos, this fuel story, it's a rolling story. So tomorrow we'll be back on it.
talking about it. But um, up next, between four and five, what should you expect when you are expecting? We'll have that conversation with our guest doctor in the house, Dr. Chibuki. She's here and she'll be answering all the questions that you have, all the questions that I have as well. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Don't go away.